All right. So great conversation to kick off the show with uh, the chief of the Edmonton Police Service, Dale McPhee, who is also the co-chair of the Coordinated Community Response to a Homelessness, homelessness Task Force. Huge announcement made on the weekend. $187 million going towards uh, new funding, towards fighting homelessness across the province and addiction I issues in Edmonton and in Calgary. A, a number of other layers to it as well. There's a lot to it. Um, but as the chief said, the title of this is doing things differently, and that's what they are trying to do and uh, saying that they believe that they have the right leadership in place to get things done. Well, talking about a leader, Ponita McBrien, uh, you know, leading downtown Edmonton, the executive director of the Edmonton Downtown Business Association, advocating for improvements, advocate, advocating for change, advocating to get more people down there. Panita, welcome back to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Uh, boy, oh boy. So uh, your, your initial your initial response when you heard this, like what, what went through your mind? It was a lot of relief. Um, we, we had known it was coming. We had heard sort of bits and pieces, but didn't know sort of the full, full magnitude or exactly what was being delivered um, under the announcement. And so, I mean, I'm just so happy to be here talking to you right now <laughs> with, with some good news uh, yeah. for, for, it feels like the first time over the last couple of years. So, yeah, you know, most, uh, it's, yeah. most of the times that we've been talking about is, okay, let's, you know, okay, but here we are, and here we are with some, some news. But we know, Panita, that, um, you know, we can't click our heels together, wiggle our nose, and things are automatically going to be bad. This is going to still take time. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of these investments, especially for the things that are new programs, new services, like things like these service hubs, mm -hmm. um, obviously that's going to take time to get up and running, to design the programs, you know, build out facilities, whatever that is. But some of this funding is operational funding for services that already exist and just need to be sort of expanded or just need to be set up differently. So, so some of this, um, particularly, you know, making shelters 24-7 uh -huh. instead of just overnight. Like, that is something that we as a business community have been asking for for a long time because we know folks have nowhere to go during the day. Um, and that's something that could be operationalized really quickly because those shelters already exist. They just need to staff and operate during the day. So, so it's so, a little bit of a mix. So, Panita, when, for, for example, for that that one, and yeah, a lot of people have been calling that for a very, very long time, especially as we're heading into winter. What does that do for, well, I think, you know, obviously we know what it does for those folks who are forced out in the morning and until late in the afternoon. It gives them a place to go and to stay warm. What does that do for downtown Edmonton? Oh, it, I think it's going to make a huge difference. You know, we, we often struggle with folks who, who need somewhere to be during the day, and so often they'll, you know, um, sort of camp out for the day in our pedways, and mm -hmm. um, and that can be tricky. You know, often they're, like, blocking pedways or blocking stairways, and it just gets – it's not ideal for, you know, the business environment, and um, sometimes there's unfortunate interactions, mm -hmm. and um, it's just a much safer and more – suitable environment i think especially for folks struggling with addiction struggling with mental health issues um to be 
in a shelter that is, you know, purpose-built with services and supports in place. So we think, uh, especially through the winter months, that that'll make a big difference. So really hoping that that kind of that kind of thing with this investment gets operationalized really quickly. But, you know, we know that um, obviously the past couple of years have been uh, pretty tough. Uh, the more I'm, I'm downtown, um, you know, a monthly uh, basis, I get my hair, my hairdresser is downtown. Um, and during the summer, it was great to see people back and see people out and about and seeing things happening and Churchill Square and all that sort of stuff. And of course, we know the, the challenges are still there the social disorder is there when it when it comes to reinvigorating uh, downtown bringing it back getting it to where it was before where are we at would you say honestly September has felt really encouraging um, a lot of employers you know summer's quiet downtown at the best of times during the week obviously festivals came back the weekends felt great you know, weekdays were still tricky, but now we've seen people get back to a bit of routine. Kids are back in school. Mm. Most of our large employers have, have their people back in the office, even if it's just two to three days a week. Um, Tuesday to Thursday especially feel really close to back to normal uh, downtown in terms of, you know, my favorite lunch places you can no longer get into <laughs> without a reservation, which is annoying, but you know, I couldn't ask for better news right now. So um, in a lot of ways, some, some of those key indicators are telling us that we're we're on the right track as we head into the winter. So you know what, uh, one of the last times, or actually it wasn't one of the last times, it was probably earlier in June near the end of the Oilers playoff run. Uh, I was downtown meeting uh, for snacks and a drink at uh, Cavern on 104th Street, saw you down there. You were showing people around, you were talking to people. What is the DBA doing to continue to to try to bring more people to downtown, to bring more investment, to bring more business downtown. Yeah, thanks for asking that. It's It's been a fascinating time, I'm sure you can imagine, for us over the last couple of years. We've really sort of rethought, what is our role in all of this? What's the role we want to play? Um, and so we're providing more services than ever directly. So we do more litter pickup, needle pickup, and power washing than we've ever done before throughout downtown. Um, obviously, using our voice and, and advocacy both with the city and the province is a big part of what we do. But also events, like Alfresco on 104th Street, Downtown Spark. Like These are major events for thousands of people that we've never taken on on our own before so the team is really excited about about all this stuff we're upgrading some garbage cans throughout <laughs> downtown um which is another thing i don't think we probably would have imagined ourselves doing a few years ago so um definitely there will be a lot more coming from us in the in the weeks and months ahead so given the, the this plan that was outlined on the weekend um and again i had i had chief mcphee on just before you and you know how you you, you come at it from the, from a business perspective as well, what what is success then, uh, given everything that's been announced? What what does success look like for you moving forward in the downtown area? Yeah, and it's a tough question to answer because there's you know getting back to where we were in 2019 in terms of what our daytime population is. But then there's also sort of, we're on a different trajectory now. Like COVID changed everything. So I think success looks like you know, adding a thousand more residents downtown in the next couple of years, which I think we're on track to do. There's at least 600 units under construction right now. Um, it looks like getting good feedback from major events. You know, when something like the World Juniors comes, we're hosting Junos in March. 
that when events like that happen, that the feedback we get from people coming from across the country is that they are impressed and excited about Edmonton, that they had a positive experience, that things feel good and look good. When we get positive feedback and can deliver a positive experience for something like that, that's how we know we're on the right track. Um, so that's what we'll be we'll be working towards for the next year. And I think that this work that has been announced and these plans that have been announced uh, on the weekend when it comes to uh, the housing addictions, that all goes hand in hand, right? When we can when we can help address some of those issues, these all come together. And again, so it doesn't happen overnight. It's going to take a bit of time, but it'll be uh, it'll be wonderful to see it all culminate in the in the months and years ahead. Panita, always great talking with you. Thanks for joining me. Thanks so much, Jen. Yeah, you betcha. Panita McBride joining us this afternoon.